slow down, grab your Bible, pray like you're trying to make your soul revival. Praise the Lord. Five, four, three, two, one. We have podcast. We have podcast. That Michael Show boy. Michael Show's the man. The Michael Show. Michael Show. show. Michael Show is a the real... Michael Show. Michael Show's a decent guy. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> And look who keeps coming back for more. Thank you for downloading The Michael Show. As always, you can download The Michael Show on iTunes and find all things Michael at themichaelshowpodcast.com. And hey, you're hanging on iTunes and you're downloading The Michael Show. Why not just hang out for a couple more seconds? Leave some comments, leave some ratings, and definitely... Definitely hit that subscribe button so you can get all new episodes of The Michael Show as they're downloaded to your iTunes weekly. Now, I'm happy today. And the reason why I'm happy is because even though it is probably a painstaking realization on your part, I've gotten my voice back. So good news for me, bad news for you. I've been in this uh, limbo, I guess, or a purgatory. That's even better. A purgatory of are you sick or aren't you sick? I've had this, the, you can still kind of hear it in my voice, my my sniffles and so forth, where I was kind of like in this awkward moment where is, I, I feel like I'm getting sick. I feel the symptoms. I had the headaches. I had the stuffy nose. And my nose isn't running, but if I blow it, well... Sorry for the visualization, but snot came out, and I just felt lousy. But I wasn't completely sick because I was still able to function and do what I had to do. So the last week has been kind of a real obnoxious pain in the ass. Are you sick? Aren't you sick? Now, the thing that kind of sucks is that this last week has been very busy from holidays, so forth, working, etc. My advice to you. My advice to you, and it works for me like a charm every time. Every time I feel like a sickness is coming on, I just go to the store, go to the pharmacy, and get some of those NyQuil liquid tablets. I take like four of them before going to bed, and I make sure I'm able to go to bed early so I have a full night's sleep. And the next day I wake up, I feel refreshed and back and ready to go. Now, I notice as the older I get... That doesn't seem to work as good as it used to. So I don't know if my body's just becoming immune to the day quill, the night quill, or whatever it is I'm downing and overdosing in. But whatever. It is what it is. Happy goddamn New Year and happy post-Christmas. You know, it's this great time of year where you kind of wish you were a government worker because, you know, last week, Tuesday and Wednesday were Christmas and Christmas Eve and you got it off. And this week you have, what is it, Monday, no, sorry, Tuesday and Wednesday again, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Well, I guess at the end of the day, we can't all be raping the taxpayers, getting paid holidays all the time. So, Happy New Year, Happy Post-Christmas, and all that good stuff right there. Now, I want to start with a random offbeat question. This is a live question coming to you right away, and I really absolutely want a response. Now, on you know, I'm not a game person. 
I have two Wiis at home, Nintendo Wii, one in my front room and one in my bedroom, and yeah, there's games for them, and yeah, they're played sometimes, but more than anything, what these Wiis have become are Netflix machines. Now, there was a while there where I ran out and had an impulse buy where I'm seeing commercials on TV for Batman Arkham Asylum and thinking, holy shit, that game looks so amazing. So I ran out and bought a PlayStation 3 and played the game for all of a weekend and just never played it again. So by no means at all am I a game-playing person. But on my iPhone, I do have a couple games there that I like to doodle around with anytime time I have a spare minute or two, whether it be Tetris or Pac-Man, and I especially like the Tetris one because Tetris is just awesome, but one, I guess you can say modern game, I guess I have on there, would be the Injustice game. I think it's called Injustice Gods Among Us, where you have the DC Universe characters like Batman, Superman, so forth, and etc., and you basically fight each other. Like a Street Fighter type game, like a Mortal Kombat type game, and, aha, funny I said Mortal Kombat. Now as I launch my Injustice app today, every once in a while you kind of get like this uh, special event or whatever, where it launches like a special game in the game, the app, or whatever, where if you meet certain criteria and you beat certain levels, you get to unlock like a special limited edition character. Now, what is a special limited edition character you get to unlock this week? Well, it's Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. And to me, that stood out as really, really weird. You know, I read comic books. Mortal Kombat characters don't pop up fighting alongside Superman or Batman or even Joker or anything. So what stood out as really weird is why that character is there. So my question to you is, does Warner Brothers own Mortal Kombat? Because if they do, that would make sense. Now, I think it actually is pretty cool to be able to see Scorpion and Batman fighting side by side. And I'd be very curious to get this character because maybe he has one of those special moves where I think he was the guy where he's like, and then a rope came out of his hand with the blade on it and it stuck in you and it ripped your guts out. And I don't know, Mortal Kombat was a, obviously a family game back when it was... God, oh my God, this is like back in the 90s or something. I remember when people would get the uproars. Oh my God, Mortal Kombat, it's so violent and it's so this and it's so this and it's raping children and it's horrible and they're their childhood and they're going to grow up to be murders and serial killers. It just hit me right now. If, you, if somebody has, let's say, a Super Nintendo with a Mortal Kombat game, I used to have a Super Nintendo. I used to have Mortal Kombat. I didn't seek it out. I didn't really want it, but I remember getting it one year for Christmas. I would wonder, in the eyes of 2014 Michael show, to see that game right now, if it would just be, holy shit, that looks like crap. Or would it still look awesome? So, I don't know. Maybe you got a Super Nintendo. Maybe you got some Mortal Kombat. Whatever the case is, you're good to go. So, that's my thought of the day right there. Does Warner Brothers own Mortal Kombat? But don't get me wrong. It's really cool seeing Batman side by side with Scorpion. But, I don't know. It just stood out as weird. It'd be like launching the game and like Pac-Man is an unlockable character. I don't know. Whatever. 
let's transition really quick. I have something on my mind. Now, for many of you, it may mean nothing. But to me, it means a lot. (laughs) The reason it means a lot is because I fucking hate Pasadena. I do. Pasadena, for all of you who aren't familiar, who don't live in the Southern California, specifically outside the Los Angeles area, uh, Pasadena is the city where every year you turn on your TV and it's New Year's Day and the Rose Parade comes on. You know, that's, you know, that's televised all over the country, maybe all over the world, I have no idea, but, you know, you're context of Pasadena is that's where the Rose Parade takes place every day on New Year's Day. I hate Pasadena. I try my best to avoid Pasadena in every shape, way, and form I possibly can. The reason why I hate Pasadena so much is because I hate the one-way roads that are spread throughout the city. There are so many roads where it's just one way. There's no left, there's no right, there's only one way to go. So if you are driving to a place you've never been to before, a business or whatever, and you miss it, well, you're basically fucked. But you basically have to go up an entire block, turn another right on another one-way street that goes down another block, and basically go in a four-block square to get back to that business or whatever that was that you missed. So, fuck the one-way driving roads, mix that with fuck the parking. The Pasadena parking situation is ridiculous. There's no parking anywhere. There's no parking on the streets. There's no parking here, and there's no parking there. But there seems to be a lot of parking structures. So if you want to go out to a business or an office or a restaurant or whatever, yeah, you can find parking depending on the time or day. But if it's a high-volume time of the day, you're probably going to get stuck parking in one of these parking structures where you have to pay like $7 to park your car and leave it there. So, you know, if you just want to pull in the Starbucks real quick and grab a $3 iced tea, well, the only parking available is you got to pay seven fucking dollars to park in the parking structure. So there's your $11 cup of iced tea right there. Now, you could park on the street, and of course, there's meters all over where you have to put in your t- your tokens, your, your quarters, and, you know, you buy an hour or 15 minutes or whatever it is, and let's face it, those things are a pain in the ass, but the thing that probably upsets me more than anything and this is probably what bothers me so much about law enforcement. You can have someone driving and screeching down the road and not a cop in sight to get them. You can see somebody doing this and that and that and a cop nowhere to be seen. But let's say, for example, like me, your old pal Michael Show, you park backwards in a parking spot. Well, guess what? The the radar detector goes off. And whoa, there we go. Got to issue a ticket. This is an unsafe situation right here. It's the same thing with the meter maids that go around. You know, they work with the the, the department. They're a division of them. And those people are, are like hawks. You would think that the same formula that they use to make sure that you're not parking in a spot where you haven't paid for, they're going to issue you a ticket. They should almost get that same structure, that same idea, and just apply it to law in general. And we'd be living in a crime-free area. But it's amazing how you see these guys go through and they're like Hawks. Nothing gets past these people. You pull up to the bank, for example. From the time it takes you to get out of your car to go to the ATM, withdraw 40 bucks, and get back to your car, 
you already got a ticket on your window. Not so much a, a parking ticket, but a little ticket right there where they've marked your car of how long they've been there. It's not too uncommon to come back to your car and on uh, one of your tires, you have that yellow streak right there where they mark it. Where is this person? Where do they go? They're nowhere to be seen. They're like fucking car Nazi ninjas. They come down and they and they grab you and they write you tickets for it's a pain in the ass. It's ridiculous. Welcome to Pasadena. Now, when I hate Pasadena even more is during Rose Parade time. During the time of New Year's Day and New Year's Eve and for the day surrounding that, that goddamn city is unfucking usable You can't use the streets, and already it's a pain in the ass with all the one-way streets, but you drive down the street on New Year's Eve around 9 o'clock in the morning, and I swear to God, it looks like Skid Row. People are... Pulled up with their tents, RVs are all over the place, the businesses are all gated off because they don't want their businesses to be uh, damaged or destroyed. I mean, it's a fucking hobo town. It's horrible. You can't use the city. You can't go to the businesses because there's so much goddamn congestion from the Rose Parade. So basically, you already get a shit situation and you pile more shit on top of it. And welcome to goddamn Pasadena, California during New Year's time. Now, the Rose Parade goes down and all the uh, the shanty towns and all the all the hobovilles and Skid Row suddenly disappears. All the homeless people, they're not really homeless, but they're sleeping on the, on the roads for that street or whatever, they, they, they go back to their lives or whatever, and what do they do? They leave their shit laying all over the place. It basically literally becomes a skid row because all those people who are camped out out there, they have gone and littered the place to the point where, I'm not lying here, the city of Pasadena orders many businesses to stay closed the day after New Year's Day so they can clean the sidewalks and the streets. Now, not all businesses are required to close. I'm not exactly sure what the city law is or how it works, but I regularly frequent a FedEx Kinko's because I do a lot of, you know, business there when it comes to my, my work-related stuff. So one of the guys that were there were telling me, well, you know, it kind of sucks because we're right here on the Rose Parade uh, uh, route right here. Kinko's can't be open because, you know, we've basically been blocked from actual customers walking in because of the Rose Parade thing. But the day after, the city of Pasadena requires us to be closed. So why am I going off about this? It's because I was forced to go through Pasadena today and I just fucking hated it. So now that I vented and I got all that stuff out, you know what? It just is what it is. Now, in the New Year's spirit, we're going to take ourselves a brief intermission, and then we come back, I don't know, maybe we'll be able to find ourselves some, uh, I don't know, maybe some New Year's resolutions to get into. Either way, stick out here. We'll be back with more right after this. The Michael Show, the podcast nobody listens to, except you. Commission time. If leaving, please replace your inner car speaker before releasing brakes or starting motor. 
Do not back out. Drive to the aisle in front of you and exit. And now, for those remaining, it's intermission time. Time for that stretch you've been wanting. And best of all, time to take your pick from that scrumptious array of tasty treats waiting for you at the snack bar. Where the popcorn's popping, the cold drinks are sparkling, the hot dogs are sizzling, the coffee is steaming, and a luscious treasure of your favorite ice cream flavors as you like it served. And so much more to tempt any taste is waiting for you now at the snack bar. You'll be notified in plenty of time when the next show is about to begin. Now it's time for some plugs. I mean, you've heard me talk about these guys every single episode for months in and months out. So basically the bottom line is, is what's the excuse? Have you gone out to check out Sugar High Clothing? What Sugar High Clothing, you may ask? Well, they're a group of people who pride themselves with hand-drawn and digital designs that will, and I'm not blowing a load here and lying to you, they're going to wow you. Sugar High Clothing believes that everyone's sense of style differs, and they strive to set themselves apart to design in a variety of art forms, with shirts that range from $10 to $20, and of course, the premium products. Who doesn't have premium products, like sweaters that cost up to $30? You go to the mall, you're going to drop $20 for a t-shirt, but fuck the mall. Go to the themichaelshowpodcast.com. Click on the Sugar High Clothing banner so you can get yourself something that's going to make you stand out from the rest. Sugar High Clothing and click that banner at themichaelshowpodcast.com. They're the only team on Earth that can protect our planet. And this season on Power Rangers Megaforce, when these new heroes suit up, go, 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 Force! Evil is going down. Pesky humans, they dare to fight back. Prepare for the most mega battles in Power Rangers history. Let's finish him. Power Rangers Megaforce. Catch a brand new episode next weekend, only on Nick. Hi, this is Adam Carolla. You're listening to The Michael Show. That's what I listen to when I'm not hammering my toolbox kit stuff, Home Depot. Live to him, but pre-recorded for you. From the internationally ignored Michael Show newsroom, it's time for the news with Michael's show. Now, in the New Year spirit, I thought it was a good idea to do ourselves a quick news break so we can go over some New Year stuff. Now, every year, I one of the things I guess you can say I always like about the end of the year is you get a lot of news stories about like the top 10 of whatever happened, the top 10 grossing videos, the top 10 grossing people of the world, whatever the case is. But one of the lists I always gravitate to because I think it's so telling about us, not just as a country, but as a society in that given year, are the top Google searches 
of that year. Now, the reason why I always gravitate towards that list is because, like I said, I think that that Google search uh, list is a is, is a good telling about us as a society and what it is that we focus on. Now, this year actually came at a bit of a surprise. Now, you know, last year, I think there was a lot of celebrities that made the list. And of course, there were some celebrities here in this place right here, but I remember last year having like this distaste in my mouth, like this off feeling of, my fucking God, is this what we focus on right here? And though there are some of those things here, well, let's just kind of get into it. Number 10 on this list, North Korea. I get that one right there. People are curious about North Korea. Whatever it is, they're searching about North Korea. So they go out and they search Google because we use Google for everything. With all the uh, tensions that were in the air this year with North Korea, I can imagine how a lot of people will be curious about this. Number nine on the list, PlayStation 4. Makes sense too. We're a very technology-driven society. So when you get news of like a PlayStation 4 coming out, I can't even remember what a PlayStation 1 or 2 even is. But anyway, that's off topic right there. You know, we're a very technology-driven society. It's logical that in 2013, PlayStation 4 will be there. Number 8 on this list, the Samsung Galaxy S4. Again, we're a technology-driven society, so there it is. Number 7, the Royal Baby. That one is... It baffled me a little bit this year. I don't understand the romanticized view so many people have of the royal family. Now, I get it. If you're in the United Kingdom and you're in the hub of what's going on, you're going to be more interested in the royal family than, let's say, someone in fucking dirty old shit town Pasadena, California. But no, it was big news over here. it just baffles me. I, I don't understand it. I don't know if the Americans have this romantic view of what royalty actually is. You know, I, whatever the case is, royal baby right there, number seven on the list. Number six, the Boston Marathon. Holy friggin' cow. Ugh. It doesn't even need an explanation. Of course the Boston Marathon made the list because that was a very horrific situation. One of the biggest terrorist acts, I guess you can say, since 9-11. I guess I, I guess you could say, uh, whatever. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misquoting or maybe I'm making it more broader than it really is. But that was a big moment. Number five, the Harlem Shake. I don't even know what the Harlem Shake is. So maybe I should hit Google and find out what that is. As I was going down this list right here, I'm looking at it. The Harlem Shake. What the hell is the Harlem Shake? And for the life of me, I just couldn't get it. I get, oh, I understand twerking. And I understand what that is. But Harlem Shake? I have no idea. Number four on the list, Corey Monmouth. 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 Dead guy from Glee. Uh, Too soon? I don't know. That guy right there. Glee. Gosh. It's one of those shows that I should like because I like musicals and I like that kind of stuff. But I fucking can't stand that show. That's a... I, I can't sit through it. It's horrible. Number three on the list. iPhone 5S. There you go. Technology-driven society. 
I got an iPhone. I love my iPhone. So, of course, people are going to be searching about iPhones. They want to know when the new iPhone's coming out. And I bet you this year we're probably going to see an iPhone 6. So that'll probably be on the list next year. Number two, Paul Walker. Oh, my God. Paul Walker. One of the biggest Google searches of the year. And that horrible incident happened weeks ago. Sucks. It just sucks if something like that had to happen. When you hear about Paul Walker, you never hear anything negative. Always positive stuff. But, gosh, it just sucks. I wonder who that other guy in the car was. The point is, there you go. So, Paul Walker. And number one on the list, this kind of restores my faith in the world a little bit. It sort of restores my faith in society and so forth. But number one of the most Google-searched items of the year Nelson Mandela. That's a positive thing right there. When number one was on the list, I was fearing it was going to be something like Miley Cyrus or or some type of horrible thing that, you know, just disgusts me about us sometimes. And that, and that Google list from last year was filled with a lot of Miley Cyrus type joke characters. The, 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 the Justin Bieber's of the world. But the fact that Nelson Mandela is number one on that list, I think I can rest easy tonight. My faith has been restored in society. Maybe not for another year. Maybe not for another month. Maybe for a week. Probably more like a day. Well, give it a couple of hours. I'm sure I'll find something horrible on Twitter or whatever. So until that time comes, I can rest easy knowing that the world is a good place. And that's the news. Visit the MichaelShowPodcast.com daily for news updates. Fuck you, TMZ. Now, knowing that the world's a good place, I gotta play something to you guys. I have no idea what it is, but I came across it on Facebook, and you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Michael Show Podcast. And I and, and and someone shared this video with me, and I don't understand why I enjoy it so much. I just find it funny. And I don't know why I find it funny. The title of this video was called Gas Pedal. And I don't even know what that even is. Because I'm like that weird person who's in limbo where I'm living in this world, but there's so many things I just don't know about it because I don't want to know about it. Because I want my faith and humanity to be restored for more than a couple minutes as it was in our news break right there. But gas pedal, but whatever gas pedal is, maybe you know what it is, I don't. But this is the Catholic version. And I don't know why I find this video so amusing. Take a listen. Slow down, grab your Bible. Pray like you're trying to make your soul revival. <laughs> That's all it is right there. It's like this little dork girl inside of a gym wearing pants or, 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 or gym shorts that are probably five times her size and she's just praising the Lord. Slow down. Just praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Here, listen again. Slow down. Grab your Bible. Pray like you're trying to make your soul revival. Praise the Lord. <laughs> now, part of me cries a little tear of joy every time somebody goes to my Facebook and they comment or they like this video because when they comment on it, it takes me back to the video and every time I go to it, I always press play. Slow down. Grab your Bible. Pray like you're trying to make your soul 
And of course, if you want to praise the Lord, Catholic gas pedal version, go to the themichaelshowpodcast.com and right underneath the post that has this episode you're listening to, yeah, it's right there. Praise the Lord. So as we wrap this episode of the Michael Show up, I guess we have to do ourselves that standard staple. It's the it's the beginning of the new year, New Year's resolutions. Now, I'm not going to sit here and go down a list of bullshit rev- uh, resolutions that I have no intention of keeping. To me, the idea of New Year's resolutions are a joke at best. If you want to accomplish something or if you want to do something, whether it be being closer to your family or losing weight or exercising more, don't be such a fucktard that you need to wait to be pushed into it by peer pressure of society because everyone's talking about New Year's resolutions. Don't be one of those pathetic fucks. And yes, I mean that with so much love. Don't be one of those pathetic fucks that goes out to the gym on January 1st and it's packed and it's full and then you fucking drop out six weeks into it. Why are you wasting your time? New Year's resolutions are a joke. If you want to do something, you just do it. You don't wait for some goddamn moment like resolution time to do it. If you want to do something, you take ownership and you friggin' do it. So with that said right there, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. Now, there may be a couple things that I do want to continue doing from this year as I have carried on from other years. Maybe on a personal level, I really don't have any personal goals or resolutions that I want to achieve this year other than continuing what I've been doing the last previous years that have been successful. I want to keep advancing and I want to do whatever I can do to keep making more money. That has been my resolution or my goal or my focus for the last several years in my, you know, my personal life and my employment and so forth to keep making more money. And that's something I've been successful at. So maybe one of the things I was thinking about doing this year I haven't looked into it yet, but I'm going to. I'm going to do it. Well, I have looked into it. I'm not going to lie. I have. Maybe possibly going back to school this year so I can make myself more valuable to my employer, and therefore my employer would throw more money at me. So that's something I am definitely can continue, making more money. On a podcast level, what resolutions do I have? Absolutely nothing. It's going to be business as normal. Now, believe it or not, I mean, this is crazy right here. The Michael Show podcast started in September of 2009. I never expected anything. I never wanted anything. All I wanted to do was have a fun, creative outlet. That's all I wanted to do. And I've been happy with the results that have come across. No, I don't have millions of listeners like other podcast shows out there. But at the same time, I don't just have like five people listening to my show. I don't just have a thousand people listening to my show. I have a good chunk amount of people who come in and actually tune in every week. So that has been very satisfying to me. And it's been more added to the satisfaction of having this creative 
level or approach I want to do right there. But one thing I do have to tell you, time is tight for me. I'm torn in so many different directions in my personal life, with family life, when it comes to work life and podcast life. All I can tell you is that when it comes to personal and podcast goals, at some point this year in 2014, they're going to conflict and they already are conflicting. They have been conflicting for quite some time, and we will have to find ourselves in a situation where one of those goals or whatever we want to call them, they are going to have to trump one. One is going to have to trump the other. Now, which one is going to trump the other? All I can tell you is at the end of the day, you always got to follow the money. So if you want to read between those lines, I got to tell you, 2014 this is a nice year to wrap things up that's all i gotta say and that's all i'll say for right now so a couple of quick announcements 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 make sure you go to facebook that's a good one facebook.com slash the michael show podcast click that like button maybe you find yourself some you know like religious gas pedals or whatever i don't know twitter at mr michael show tag me on your walls i'm listening to at the michael show podcast so if you like what you hear you can turn a friend on itunes search the michael show podcast in that search bar and click subscribe and of course your one-stop shop for all things michael the michael show podcast.com so until next time this is michael For The Michael Show, signing off.